Hey guys, this is Sam and you're listening to the Facing the Sun podcast, the show that helps shine a light on building a better you. Hi guys, welcome back uh, to episode two of Facing the Sun. Very exciting stuff happening over here. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the spiritual awakening and the magical wonderland that is Sedona, Arizona. So in my last episode, I gave you guys a very brief introduction to that trip that kind of shook me awake a little bit. And when I say a little bit, I mean a lot. Uh, So I wanted to dive into that because there's way more to it than just it kind of waking me up. And it really was a massive catalyst into bringing me into this new area or phase of my life. So last year, I self-published a book of poetry. And I've been a writer my whole life. It's how I process, how I extrapolate things, how I work through them, how I celebrate, how I mourn. It's just kind of always been the way that I've been. And so I've been writing poems for my whole life and I would send them to friends and they were like, why don't you just publish a damn book? Like you've been doing this forever. It'd be really cool. I'm like, you know what? You're right. So set a goal on my 25th birthday to publish this book and it was available for publicate for purchase, excuse me, on Amazon uh, a month later. So I've had this book out. It's been doing really good. And one of my dear photographer friends messaged me on Instagram one day and said, hey, I do photography for this really cool yoga retreat um, every six months, and I want to give your book out as a gift to all of these women who come on this retreat. Uh, Can I buy some copies from you? And I said, first of all, you absolutely do not have to buy them from me. I will just give them to you. I'm honored. I think that would be phenomenal. And so she's like, okay, sounds good. I'll let you know. Some time went by, she texted me again and said, hey, I'm not able to make it on the retreat, but I think you should meet with the owner of the yoga studio, introduce yourself and see if she would still want to take your book down there. Okay, sure. So she gives me your number, I text her and she goes, this sounds awesome, I would love to meet you, let's meet for coffee and bring your book. Okay, (laughs) felt like I was in like an interview process. Show up to coffee and me and Bonnie just hit it off immediately started talking about yoga and writing and all of these awesome experiences that we've had and i was like yeah please take my book down to to sedona i think that would be really awesome for this retreat and she looked at me and she's like why don't you just come like bonnie because i don't know any of these people and i don't practice yoga regularly i do it sometimes but not enough to go on a yoga retreat i have no idea what i'm doing And she goes, I know, I think you should just come. And so I was like, okay. So manically, sporadically, I don't really know how it happened. I purchased this ticket to this yoga retreat, not knowing anyone, only having met Bonnie once. And I was like, okay, this is either going to be the best thing that's ever happened to me, or this is going to be the weirdest week of my entire life. But I was at a point in my life where I'm like, look, something's got to give. What I'm doing right now isn't working. The outlets that I'm pursuing or like avenues I'm trying to use as like a self-healing thing, they just aren't working. They used to, but I'm a different person now and I need something else. So the time rolls around. We're camping in Sedona. I like show up. We're carpooling down. It's like an 11 hour drive. So I'm going to be stuck in a car with three other complete strangers who I don't know. 
And I'm pretty good at talking to people, but if I don't get along with you, like that's going to be a tough, tough car ride. So I like show up and we get in the car and within the first 30 minutes, all of us are laughing so hard we're crying on this road trip. So immediately I'm like, okay, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be so cool. Regardless, like I can just hang out with these girls and it will be super fun. Cue us finally making it down to Sedona and we're staying just outside of like the main main street place in a campground and I don't know if you've never been to Sedona I don't really know how to describe it for you other than everything feels like it's vibrating there in a good way the energy is just so clean and everyone is so happy and so self-aware it's almost terrifying like they are so in tune with everyone's emotions around them no one was ever mad. Anyone I ever talked to, they're just so zen. I call it being zen AF. But they were just so happy and so excited about being in Sedona. So we get to this campground and it's in a valley and we drop down in and we lose all cell service. All the scenery is so beautiful. And it was like driving into a different dimension. It was so wild. And I was like, this is going to be insane. I I am so excited. And I just had this feeling I knew it was going to change my life. I had no idea how. I had no idea when or what that was going to look like. But I was like, this is it. This This is the next evolution, so to say. So we get there, we set up camp and it, you know, it's a group full of yogis. So we do yoga every day, but we also have like Reiki masters there, massage therapists there, Oracle card readers. And so it was this entire retreat centered around really just tapping into your spirituality and your path and your journey. And on the car ride down, one of my beautiful car mates, her name is Nikisha. She taught me about human design and human design in like layman terms is if Eastern and Western astrology and science like had a baby just teaches you about how you operate and your, the way you think about things and what your kind of purpose is in life. And I was telling her before she even told me about my human design, I was telling her how I have always felt like my best quality is to be a person's hype man, like their number one supporter. I love supporting people. I love helping people. Um, and I just have always felt like that's my gig. That's my job. I just want to be hyped for you about whatever you're doing. And she was like, well, let's pull up your human design chart. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like I was not sold on it at all. I'm like, this is just woo woo stuff, whatever. She pulls it up. And for anyone who's ever gotten into human design, I'm a manifesting generator and man gens just basically hype you up enough to convince you to pursue your path, your true path, your passion path. And she was reading this to me and she goes, well, you probably do this and you probably think about this sometimes and blah, blah. And I don't think I said anything to her the entire time she was talking because I was so surprised at how accurate it all was. And so I just kept looking at this human design chart. I'm like, damn it. She's absolutely right. Like, well, what do I do with this? Right. And so I keep reading about my human design over the course of the week. And uh, I keep learning about operating on a higher frequency and looking for signs when they're around us all the time. You just really need to be tapped in to see them and be looking for them from the universe. And I had all these questions and I was like, 
universe, I just, please do me a solid. Like I need some help here. Show me if I'm on the right path or if what I'm doing is correct. And without fail, every single morning, I would even try to trick the universe and like spirit guides and be like, no, if it's right, I don't want to see this thing. Or I have to see it at this time in this certain place. And it would happen every single time. And I grew up in a very religious household, as I said in the last episode. And I grew up being told that all of those signs or whatever were from God or a higher being. And we can dive into my thoughts on religion maybe in another episode. I feel like that needs to be one on its own. Uh, But I have never really believed in in a singular God. I have always, ever since I became an adult and really started my own religious journey, I have always felt that there's a system and we are all connected and there's a reason why we're all here and it's a collective consciousness and the universe is aware and conscious all the time. And I really, really felt that for the first time in Sedona because that was the first time I'd been around like-minded people that felt and saw the same things and remembered them too and would call me out and be like, hey, isn't that what you were looking for? Didn't you say that's what you didn't want to see? And it's right, you know what I mean? So it was just so fascinating to, to connect with women, especially on that kind of a level, which I've never really had before. And so the week continues I am having the best time not being active on social media, doing yoga every day, doing Reiki every day. And I remember one of the biggest things I've I've struggled with my entire life is constantly feeling the need to seek people out for approval because I didn't think that I was good enough by myself just existing, right? That's always been a, a huge lesson that I've, you know, learned over time. And I remember being very concerned before I went down there that I don't know anything about what these women, like, I don't practice yoga that much. I don't know what Reiki is. I don't know what any of this stuff is. And I'm worried that they're not going to connect with me or like me. And I'm just going to have to mold my personality or mute myself or tone myself down to fit in this group of women to make sure that I don't have a terrible experience, you know, being super far from home without anyone that I know. And I was sitting journaling uh, over just on a table in the campground. And I was like, I should probably go be social. I really want to make connections and, and talk to people. And I just had this feeling like, no, you should go do what you want to do right now. You don't have to take anybody with you. Just go do your thing. And I really wanted to go sit in the friggin' river. It was so hot. It was so hot. All I wanted to do was just hang out and be in the water. And I was like, you know what? It's okay if I go by myself. It's all right. So I go. I'm sitting in the river for, I'm not even kidding you, maybe two minutes. And after four minutes, the entire campground was standing in the water with me. And I wanted to, I wanted to voice it out loud because it was a huge realization for me that, oh my, holy shit, I don't have to do anything for people to want to connect with me or be around me. That's just who I am. That's just my personality. And I, so I told them this and I started crying and they, they are the most beautiful reflections and mirrors that group of girls is because they looked at me, no judgment, nothing, just, well, yeah, babe, of course course 
all your whole job in life is to just be yourself right and I was like yeah I mean yes in theory yeah that's a great thing to embody and a great thing to do and a great thing to focus on but especially women especially growing up in a religious household you are taught that you need to be so many things mother sister wife daughter friend and those are don't get me wrong those are beautiful hats that I have loved wearing over the course of my life but you are just told that you need to fit in these certain molds and even when I left religion and even when I became a CEO and started a company I mean there was also the expectation that I need to have my shit together with my company all the time you know and it's true in a sense. I mean, I would never want to be lazy and I would never want to just expect things to happen to me. But the most important thing is being my most true authentic self. And when I am that person, the right people find their way into my life and they stay. And the people who aren't supposed to be there leave. And they just don't mesh. And I don't have the energy or the desire to keep them around. And so that was a huge moment for me to realize that I am good just as Sam. And I am desirable and loved just as Sam. I don't have to be making a certain amount of money. I don't have to be performing athletically a certain way. I don't have to be, I don't have to have a certain number of friends. And that was really powerful for me. I mean, I can't believe it took me, you know, 26 years to learn that lesson, but it was all in the right timing. I wasn't really in a place even a year ago to learn that lesson. And so it was incredibly powerful for me to have that moment. And I left Sedona, I'm not going to lie, a little scared to come home because I had learned all these beautiful things, but I knew that not everyone was going to be on that level when I got home. And so I was like, I don't want to lose this feeling. I don't want to lose this sense of purpose and this true sense of peace. And I wanted to stay in this really peaceful, radical surrender place of whatever is going to happen is going to happen, babe. You have no control over anybody else's actions or thoughts or feelings or emotions. The only thing you can control is yourself, how you respond, how you love, how you forgive, how patient you are. And the person I was in Sedona is the person I want to be all the time. And so I was drive. I remember on the drive home, I was like, well, shit, <laughs> what, what do I do to, to keep this girl that I have rediscovered and love so much already? How do I keep her here? And I have found that through, you know, yoga and Oracle cards and Reiki and learning about gene keys and human design, that's how I tap back in. And that's how I keep that version of me around. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I lose her sometimes. I get stuck in life and paying bills and making sure the company is doing well. And, you know, now starting a new section of that company and going back to school and all of this stuff. I mean, I'm the first person that gets lost in it too. So I'm not trying to like say that I'm doing it incredibly well because I know I'm not. But I'm the effort is there and the awareness is there of this person that I want to be and this person that I know I already am. I just have been hiding her or didn't know where she was for a long time because I wasn't aware. I didn't wake up. And at the end of the day, that's what I love Sedona so much for is it woke me up. Life is so much bigger than even what I thought it was before, like when I got my cancer diagnosis. And 
I am such a small part of a massive collective consciousness, but at the same time, I am a unique part of that. There is no one like me. There is no one who has a purpose like mine, and there is no one who executes it the way that I do. I am supposed to be doing what I'm doing. I am supposed to change lives through this platform, through going back to school and becoming a life coach. And I know that it feels right. It's the most excited I've ever been about anything in my entire life. And that's why all of the pressure to perform and be a certain version or do a certain thing just doesn't matter. (laughs) It would be cool. Yeah, sure. It would be awesome if this podcast takes off and gets lots of downloads and I can do it full time. But at the end of the day, that's not what I'm doing it for. And before I was doing things because I felt like they needed to get me to a certain financial point or status point. And I I did that. My company made lots of money and I have great connections and it didn't change anything. (laughs) I know I said probably talked about this in the last episode, but I'll die on this hill. Like when you finally realize that the true growth and transformation is internal, it changes a lot. And coincidentally, when you start doing that, the universe recognizes that and starts putting things in your path that help you spiritually and financially and emotionally and so it's been this amazing realization that instead of chasing all of these external things really coming home and recentering just brings those things to me and then my cup is overflowing and i already have all these things that i can give to other people and really really just help others Like, how cool is that? I don't know. It makes me geek out every single time I talk about it because I'm so passionate about it. But I think that would probably be my biggest challenge or at least something to make you aware of is let's look internally and what is your purpose? Do you actually know? Because I thought mine was to be a digital marketer for freaking sure. I thought that was it. That's what I was going to do. And it didn't fulfill me. It didn't. I was a a more surface level version of myself when I was doing that still a great person don't get me wrong I'm not trying to like dig on myself or anything but I wasn't doing it for the reason of helping people I was doing it because I was good at it to make money (laughs) you know and so let's tap back in let's look inward and say well who is Sam really what is she like without the job without the performance pedigree without the athletics without the house without the car who is she and that was a really powerful powerful question for me to ask myself and I think that's what I would want you to ask yourself too so that is the story of Sedona and the spiritual awakening I would love to hear your thoughts if you've dove into gene keys or human design I don't know enough about gene keys yet to really speak on them I'm sure we will have an episode in the future because I want so badly to talk to a professional about gene keys I just there's so much information and I've just barely touched the surface but I yeah that that was really the trip that kind of changed the game for me And if you haven't done anything like that, I highly suggest it. It was wonderful. And if you guys are local in the Salt Lake City area, I will connect you with the beautiful studio that I practice yoga in. They are wonderful souls and they will change your life. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you want to keep up with all the happenings, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. You know the drill. You can also find me on Instagram at samadams7 and find out more about the biz at sunfloweragencies.com. That's S-N-F-L-W-R agencies.com. Thanks, guys.